Howdy, folks. Saxy Maxie here. Homies, it's time to talk about the Backdoor Cover Book Club. Y'all want to see the other nuts bets and even parlays that our Backdoor Boys bet? Have you ever wondered how these homies make up for their bad beats? Well, that's what the book club is for. By joining our Patreon for just $25 a month, you can see all the other wackadoodle bets we make on a daily basis. It's a private Discord server full of everything from Arches, CSGO, and Darts winners that'll make you sing 180 to Steve's flaming Hot Golf Picks and the Big Brain Phil Racing Picks, too. Head on over to thedgens.net or everyonehateswents.com, and you, too, can put on your reading glasses and join us in the book club. homies and welcome to the Super Bowl Sunday edition of the Backdoor Cover Podcast. My name is Saxy Max and today I've got a whole crew here to keep me from losing my shirt this Super Bowl. First up, it's a man who will make any podcast I invite him to as long as his baby's nap schedule allows it. It's Egg Burger. Egg, are you ready for the Super Bowl? Yeah, I'm ready. We were just saying this is uh, this is a gambler's um, holiday today. So yeah, I'm ready. I got I got a lot of bets fired out on in the book club and uh, hopefully, hopefully more than more of them hit than don't so absolutely yeah, I'm ready to roll baby <laughs> well is the it is the baby ready is the baby is the baby does the baby have a side that uh, baby is rooting for uh already she's she's rooting for uh for daddy to win some bets so she doesn't okay. she doesn't care about the outcome got it got it okay that that's healthy well and rounding out the crew today it's a man uh who's maybe already dumping his new girlfriend snooker for a younger tiktok model the nba it's arch stanton arch how are you this fine super bowl sunday I'm fine, man. Uh, yeah, happy Super Bowl day to all of us. May the, I, I hope that one day we can all just have the Super Bowl live in our hearts every day of the year. Every day. Well, you know, we we should live every day like it's Super Bowl Sunday, yeah, right, Arch? That's yeah. what we need to do. We we need we need to live every day. And that's why I was encouraging you, actually, in fact, to drink before this podcast, uh, Arch, given that uh, your team is performing the Super Bowl Sunday. But I actually want to start off this show by talking about something that is totally not football related, but uh, so important um, to me. Sax Kitten and I, we went on a uh, date this last Friday. We went to Monster Jam. Uh, you may see my hat. It was freaking awesome. First off, uh, we're definitely going back. It was a party and a half, and honestly, it was deeply nostalgic. Uh, obviously, I am here wearing a Gravedigger hat, and boy, did he impress, winning the overall competition, as well as executing the only backflip of the night, which was frankly awe-inspiring. It was nuts. Uh, Egg, I made reference to the smaller child in your life, and I know you have a few others around, so uh, have you been to Monster Jam, or uh, do you have any plans to attend a Monster Jam in your future? Uh, no, I've I've never been to a Monster Jam. Uh, I think my little brother, a uh, friend of the show, Beans, has been to. Uh, he's he's been to a Monster Jam. Had a good time. I could see um, that. I think I, I think I may have saw that uh, Grave Digger backflip when I was doom scrolling this morning. Was it was on like a quarter pipe? Yes, it was on. It was yeah. It was on like a yeah. quarter pipe. It was insane. It was nuts. I've I I've never. It. I saw I have, it. Yeah. I have never seen anything like that in my life. It was it was it was one of the most crazy things. Arch, have you ever been to a Monster Jam? No, unfortunately, I never have been. I will if it's ever nearby, but it won't ever be nearby. It, w- it won't ever be. It doesn't seem like it. It does. It doesn't seem like a Canadian action. Is that what you're saying? Is does it does it not appeal to the Canadian population? Is it like that that amount of gasoline not that uh, you know right, interesting? Right, yeah. The, the the carbon tax uh, payments for they'd have to lay down would just <laughs> destroy the profitability. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, I was thinking about it, you know, the venue that it was held at probably this is like their excuse to clean out the venue in every way because it's like all dirt all over the place. It's uh, it's pretty hilarious. But I, I mean, I, I'm going to be honest. It was I was not expecting for that to be as much fun and as awesome as it was. And seriously, uh, everyone should go out and do and, and see it. And in, in fact, one of the most uh, joy, uh, one of the greatest joys of this was they gave away like a big monster truck set to a little kid for answering a question that the entire audience helped him answer, which, uh, to which the answer was, by the way, Gravedigger. Uh, it was seeing the smiles on all of the faces in the audience. Seriously, it, everyone was like a child there, having a, the time of their lives. It was it was totally, it, it, it was something different. Egg, have you been to any events like that recently that have made you feel uh, like a kid at heart again? Uh, no, not, not that I can think of, uh, all the, all the girls, my family went to, um, Disney on ice not too long ago. And I'm sure they had a blast there. The I know the, the young ones had a blast, but I'm sure the adults had, had a good time too. And felt like a kid again. Um, other than that, no, I, I, you know, monster jam does sound like a good time. Maybe one of these days I'll get, uh, I'll get the family out to one. And, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure there, I, I probably have plenty of options here. You know, I'm, I'm near the Meadowlands. I'm near, uh, uh, the Prudential Center in Newark. Um, not not too far from drive to Philly. I'm sure. I'm sure it goes to all those venues. Absolutely, absolutely. And Arch, other than microdosing, what makes you feel like a child again? <laughs> <laughs> I am struggling to think of anything that's made me feel like a child. Um, I mean, uh, maybe, maybe some. You know, when I did see the new Star Wars movies in the theater, I, I felt like that's what it's like to be a child to mm. to, to anticipate anything and have the. <laughs> It'd be disappointed beyond belief. Okay, okay, I see. That's uh, that's that's very very nice of you, Arch. There to take that route of it. Okay. Uh, well, uh, let, let let's start talking about some actual gambling stuff here. Y'all know every Sunday I check with the backdoor boys about how their week's been going, what they're seeing, what they're looking to do in the next week, and what they like today. So, gents, I sent you some wackadoodle bets this morning uh, from a sports book that shall remain unnamed. However, they will provide anthem related odds and such. Uh, even in the United States. They will provide these things to you regardless. So, uh, first off, I want to start with uh, the color of the... Uh, for, I just love the way that this thing is worded. Uh, it is the uh, color of liquid poured on winning coach's head. That's... It's just a descri- that, that seems like a description that is like a little bit disgusting, but also I mean it, it's great. R- regardless, looking at this uh, in kind of descending odds order, you got orange at plus two fifty, uh, red pink at plus two seventy five, plus three seventy five for blue, plus four hundred for yellow green lime, plus four hundred for fo- for purple, and plus six hundred for clear or water. So uh, first off, I was trying to rack my brain to think when was the last time I saw a clear shower, um, and it, it, it may have been a black and white film or something like that. Uh, but apparently, clear water was actually more common in the early 2000s. However, uh, blue and orange have dominated as of late. That being said, uh, last year the Chiefs did have purple, uh, or strike with purple. So, could we see that again? First off, uh, I'm trying to do some breaking down in my head how this works. Uh, But I I think that, basically, they probably have a ton of these flavors on the sidelines. It's just a matter of which one is the least popular throughout the game, and therefore has the most at the end of it to pour on the coach's head. Uh, If so, I could easily see how orange or yellow-green Lime kind of find a way to get undrank throughout the game, and uh, obviously the highest tier flavors in Gatorade are generally speaking red and blues. So I would probably stay away from either a red or a blue in this case here. Um, kind of looking at maybe putting together something with yellow, green, lime, and orange, or something like that. Uh, Egg, what do you think here? You you've been on uh, the sidelines for uh, some uh, sporting events, etc., where there's obviously lots of Gatorade. So with that in mind, how do you think this is going to break down? 
So yeah, I, I wish we had some kind of some kind of inside info. I like I like your handicapping on on what would be the least popular uh, color liquid drank during the game. Um, where I work, you know, we just we just have water on the sideline. But when I was in college, I did an internship with the New York Giants, and when I was on their sideline, they had purple and yellow and that was it. They only had the two the two flavors. Um and there was just there was a you know a couple guys that that was that was their game day job was just to keep mixing keep mixing uh Gatorade all throughout the game and filling cups and you know um so I wish I wish we had somebody on the inside on one of these sidelines that that could tell oh, us man. what kind of Gatorade these t- these teams are uh drinking but we are, it sounds like we already know that Kansas City has has purple. Um, unless they change it up from last year, but uh, that would be the the Riptide Rush flavor. Um, yeah, I think. I mean, we don't. We don't, the Forty ers haven't won. I mean, let's put it out there: the Forty ers haven't won since before the Cowboys won. The Cowboys have won a Super Bowl more recently than the Forty ers <laughs> I'm just saying. Wow. I'm just saying. Wow. I'm just saying. But uh, yeah, I mean, the the purple purple sounds like a good one, and uh, I kind of like the green yellow yellow lime color um, as well because that that's that's a you know I'm sure I'm sure every team's got got the yellow Gatorade in the sideline. Um, I don't know, Arch. What do you think, man? Didn't Shanahan say in a press conference that he he likes orange the best? That's his favorite. Hmm. Did he? Okay. I don't... Uh, interesting. Interesting. Well, see, so, but he I mean, but... got to you got. You got to keep the coach happy, so I'm sure they have orange on the sideline, yeah. right? Right. See, uh, but here, here again, that's part of what my thought process is: is what are the highest tier flavors, and then what is going to be the lowest tier flavor that is on the sidelines that isn't being, you know, drank enough throughout the game, so that at the end of the game there is such an excess of that flavor that that's what gets poured on the coach. That's what my uh-huh. thought process is behind this. So, like, what flavor do people not like? What are they not going to drink if it's out there to be offered? Like, if they have red and orange. Or is everyone going to be drinking red and leaving the orange, for instance? That's like I'm trying to I'm trying to get in here. Think about think, thinking about those different kinds of colors. Arch, does that change your decision at all? Uh, maybe a little bit. Yeah. If you, we, what's what's left over? <laughs> mm. uh, then yeah, let's go yellow uh, green lime. Okay, there we go. All righty. I think I, okay. We're we're finding we're finding we're finding some value here on this one. Uh, another one that was kind of a, so, some interesting. Oh, I did want to say I was yeah, looking. Shoot. I did want to say I was looking for the color of liquid. It, this is presupposing the Kansas City Chiefs win. The mm. color of liquid end up on Taylor's face at the end of the night. If the Chiefs win, it was going to be white. I oh, viscous. Okay. God damn it. Okay. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. Uh, you, you did, I'm just going to try and swiftly uh, move on from uh, what you just went to there, Arch, and uh, talk a little bit about some of the anthem props here, which actually do involve uh, Taylor Swift. Um, first off, shown during a national anthem first shown, uh, Andy Reid is minus 160 and Kyle Shanahan is plus 120. This one feels like, I mean, it, when I foresee how the production of this game is going in my head, Andy Reid is the first one that gets shown. I, that's, I, it feels like that's kind of a lock, I feel feel like i mean um the book is a little bit telling you juice so hard to that side am i am i buying into what the book is telling me right here egg or do you think that that's a a, a lock right there would you would you take andy reed first shown during national anthem over kyle shanahan yeah that that was i mean if, if even if you didn't show me the odds that would be that would be my guess if i if i'm directing this uh super bowl um that i i want to show big red first that's that's who i'm showing first during the national anthem for sure Absolutely. Arch, any thoughts here on this one? I have to agree with you guys completely. It seems like he's the, the one they're going to show first. He's the, the, the minor celebrity. 
And exactly. Exactly. And then the other one that I was looking at is uh, it's shown first during national anthem. Taylor Swift shown first minus one fifty. Jason Kelsey shown first plus one forty five. Taylor Swift and Jason Kelsey shown together plus two fifty. Now. Shown together is a very interesting way of wording this because I believe that there is definitely the opportunity that for Jason Kelsey to be in the shot accidentally, to be in the frame, for his shoulder to be in the frame of the shot. And by the letter of the law here, I believe that that would technically be together. It doesn't have to – I don't think it necessarily has to be here's Jason Kelsey and Taylor Swift together. I don't think it has to be that. I think that if he's just in the same box and in the same view and the camera is shooting that box – there's, and there's a high chance of that. Listen, that's a plus 250 catching them together. I think that if there's any side I'm going to take on this prop, I would like the Taylor Swift and Jason Kelsey shown together. Uh, Arch, you've watched a lot of these uh, Taylor Swift uh, boyfriends teams games over the last few months and years. Uh, what do you think about this prop? Uh, I have the exact same fear you did. This is going to be this is going to be analyzed more than the, Z- the Zapruder film. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna click it frame by frame to see if they can see a cell of Jason Kelsey in there. Exactly, exactly. It's it's trust them on this one. Just stay away. Oh, just stay away from this one. Okay, Egg. What do you think? Well, I I think it's definitely not going to be Jason Kelsey by himself. Oh, yeah. That'll be shown first, so we we could probably just throw that one right out. So then then the question is: Is it going to be a close up shot of of Taylor, or is it going to be a little bit of a zoomed out shot? of the box where you would be able to see Jason Kelsey and mama Kelsey and, you know, Brittany Mahomes and whoever else is in there. So that's, that, that's kind of, that's kind of what we're betting on. Or, or is it going to be, you know, uh, a zoom in on, on Taylor or is it going to be zoomed out a little bit where, where uh, Jason Kelsey will be, we'll be able to see him. Right. See, and I'm thinking you start with a wide angle shot that slowly zooms in. You know, this is, a, this is artistic. This is, this is where Emmys get earned for a lot of these, uh, producers and stuff like that. You know, producing the Super Bowl. So they're going to want to take the every opportunity they can to make them every shot as artistic as possible. And if they know that T-Swiss is going to be here, they're, they're going to take, they're going to, you know, th- there will be cameras there the whole game. You know, we know that th- that's going to be a major portion of this production. Listen. I think that they can go wide angle and and and, and t- taper it in, and we have an opportunity at catching Kelsey in there. So I, I think that this is a value play, if anything. Um, looking at that, but let's real quick talk about a bunch of other value plays that you can catch uh, in the book club. The book club is our private Discord server, chock full of bets, memes, other sports related stuff, including prime access to the Galaxy Brain, Speedway Steve picks, and the bowling picks. Uh, you know, as well as me, Egg, uh, when the NFL cools down, it's time to be in the book club because NASCAR is revving its engine and about to move into the forefront. And on top of those killing uh, things with wheels pick, they also know how to pick things with balls. That's right. We're now betting bowling and snooker. So if you want to check out the book club and some classy folks, we'll give you a one-time three-day-for-free trial just to try it out. And then after that, it's either 15 bucks or 25 bucks a month, depending on how you want to check it out. So all you have to do is head on over to everyonehateswens.com. You can put in your gambling goggles and join us in the book club. All righty. Uh, let's get to it. Egg, you have been uh, posting a ton of interesting, all kinds of props all over the place. I I, I dug through um, some of my uh, some of those crap bets I got out of the way. You know, obviously, we have to go to a special book that's based in the Virgin Islands in order to bet on the things that we just talked about. So let's talk about some things that maybe uh, everyone can get into uh, right now. You know, at their, their local sports shop. Uh, Egg. So what are you looking at here? What are what are some uh, Super Bowl related bets you got going on today? 
Yeah, I posted a bunch uh, what yesterday, the day before, in the book club. Um, yeah, we can talk about a couple here. Um, one of them, one of them that that I liked a bit was uh, Tommy T- Tommy Townsend, the punter for the Chiefs, to have a touchback during the game. Um, I got that a plus two plus two sixty at Fanduel. Just a, just a quarter unit on that one. Um, I went I went mostly reduced units on this game just because it's you know there's there's so much action, so many bets. So oh yeah, so I went a quarter unit quarter unit on that plus two sixty. He's already had three touchbacks during the playoffs. So oh. I, I just feel like plus two sixty was was really good value on that a guy that's already in already had, you know, one per game. So, you know, uh, hopefully hopefully we get one more there. Um the the punter for uh the Australian punter for the 49ers hasn't had any any touchbacks during during the playoffs. So we're laying off that one. His his had, had uh even had longer odds, but uh we're just we're just rooting for Tommy Townsend to send one into the into the end zone here. Absolutely. And you said you, where did you find that at? FD. I got that at, at FanDuel. Yeah, plus two sixty. I think it was just under uh, kicker slash punter props. Um, okay. Before you go into the game, you know, scroll through the top there. Got it. Love that all one. Right. I'm, I'm 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 all about that. Arch, what do you think about that? Some punting props. Oh yeah, I love it, and I I love following Egg on his special teams props. He he always has a read on the situation. Egg is a special teamer at heart. He's very special. Special I all over. That, Arch. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, let's see what else. What else? Uh, we'll scroll through here. What else is interesting? Oh, one that uh, kind of goes in the vein that we talked about on Wednesday. Uh, we talked about um, you know the possibility of MVS getting getting one long one, getting getting that first touchdown, being the fastest ball carrier of the game. So you know, right along with that, I went over MVS over nineteen and a half receiving yards, and I feel like you know he can just get that get that in one catch. Nineteen and a half. That's the number, man. That feels. I mean, I guess he does have to catch the ball. That's the one thing that uh, they've been uh, having trouble with him this entire season. But uh, if he if if his hands don't uh, become stone after looking at Medusa before the pregame, I mean, I think that he has a chance here uh, to easily cash that one for you. What do you think, Arch? Yeah, you know, I'm all about the MVS. We go back to the Wednesday show. Yeah, exactly. Let's take him over everything. Over everything. Love it. Love that find egg. Where and uh, is that is that number all over the place or is that uh, is that pretty consistent where you can find that? You think? Yeah, I got that at minus one ten at Bet three sixty five, but I think it's pretty consistent uh, across the board. Um, I think I think Bet three sixty five just had the least amount of juice, um, but I think I think you could probably find that nineteen and a half number pretty much everywhere, unless unless the book club really hammered it. But I think I think you could still find it. Well, that is a possibility. You know how the book club uh, works as a team and moves those betting or those uh, bowling numbers all around. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. For sure. Let's see what else. What else we got here? We got. Um, I got a lot of a lot of uh, a big big guy big on on Debo. I'm big on Debo. Ooh, big on um, Debo today. You know the, the yeah the Forty ers You know he went when he's healthy. He's got, he's got to get the ball. He's he's a big playmaker for them. Um, he's you know averaging I don't know eighteen ish touches a game. I think so. So we went. I went Debo over fifteen and a half rushing yards. I went Debo over four and a half receptions. Uh, Debo anytime touchdown. Um, and I think even earlier in the week I went Debo over was it three and a half rushing attempts as well. Um, yeah, I'm just looking for the 49ers to get this guy the ball as much as they can, um, and so they don't have to put the whole load on on CMC. You know. Absolutely. Well, and it feels like uh, I, I mean Arch, you may have a better idea here. Uh, speaking towards. Um 
you know, uh, the Chiefs' secret weapon in their defense, uh, what maybe we're going to see there. Do you think that they're going to be loading the box against CMC and that's going to open up that middle of the field a little bit and uh, kind of, I know Shanahan likes to attack the middle of the field. Do you think that that's the way that they're going to play? They're going to load up the box and try and stop CMC uh, down the middle or, or and, and create some opportunity there in the middle of the field, Arch? Maybe so. That that might be the best way to attack them. Uh, you know, Put it in Purdy's hands. Make him try and beat you. I think that would be the uh, the strategy here. But yeah, I mean, we know that we know how San Francisco rises and falls on, on the fate of one player. So that, uh, they've got to get him the ball. They've got to get him working. Absolutely, I can I, I can totally see. And looking at uh, the amount of usage that Debo had uh, against D- Detroit, he obviously, I mean, he is a centerpiece of that offense. And uh, if if uh, they're not necessarily working CMC or if he's, uh, you know, uh, banging his head against a wall in the middle of that field against the defense. I can absolutely see Debo uh, going off and having a lot of action uh, in this game. So love that one, Egg. Yeah, man, I got, I got uh, another another kind of fun one here. Yeah, well, I went I went a tenth, of, a tenth of a unit. I went yes to an overtime and I got that at, at uh, 11 to one over at ESPN, which was was the best odds. I think it, uh, the other books had it about plus 900. So we went plus 1100 tenth of a unit on on yes to be in overtime. Um, you know, I just uh, you know, these are two like we talked about earlier this week, two two kind of traditional traditional teams they're not doing anything wacky they're not going for two-point conversions when it's uh you know uh a two uh a one point game or whatever they're uh they're, they're just taking that extra point and tying it up rather than trying to take the lead there and uh, you know what uh if, if it's a close game we got a pretty good shot at getting that uh you know it's only a two-point spread so it should be a close game with cashing that plus 1100 for an overtime and uh you know overtime in the super bowl that could that, that'd be fun right Absolutely. Well, and, you know, uh, it's not like these are two schlub opponents or something like that. These are two good teams. These are two best teams in the league, two of the teams that have been uh, melting faces this entire season. It makes sense that uh, they would be at least close enough on that. Uh, Arsh at 11 to 1. Um, what do you think about those odds? I love it. You know, and uh, we've been looking at those unders in the second half that, you know, the mm. teams are not going to be you know, offensive you know, powerhouses in the second half. So, yeah, I think that's definitely within the realm of possibility. Absolutely. And egg, I'm looking right now. It looks like at FD, you can catch that at uh, plus 11.40, a couple more cents even, at FD. So it looks like uh, the, uh, most of our folks should be able to find some of those overtime props. Uh, I love that one. You know, you were you were mentioning one of the, uh, egg, one of the bets that I was on earlier, the no two-point conversion attempt. That one is still available uh, at minus 165 MGM. That is a misprice, I believe. It's at, uh, you know, near minus 200 or minus 194, pretty much everywhere else. So that's one that I am definitely on. Actually, I wanted to ask you all about a special team or uh, one right here, Egg. You know, we had talked a little bit about Jake Moody and some of the uh, kicking and some of the uh, maybe, you know, uh, m- maybe the ball getting taken out of the end zone, maybe not so many touchbacks, maybe getting some actual return yards in this game. Over 27 and a half yards, longest kickoff return. Uh, right now, that is at plus 110. Plus money for over 27 and a half yards. That does not feel terrible. Uh, it feels like if we do get someone taking the ball out, that is not a horrible... Uh, Mark, 27 and a half points. I feel like that's very, 27 and a half yards. I feel like that's very, very doable um, as far as a distance of return, especially uh, oftentimes when we see a lot of teams that are taking out their pulling the ball out uh, from the end zone. What they're doing is it's later in the game. They're trying to get a spark. They're trying to change something up. And in those uh, times, they're really just trying to break it, maybe try try and make it those 30 yards. And it's it's really aiming for 30 yards. It's, it feels like what they're going for on that, or, you know, obviously breaking it loose with a touchdown. But 30 yards, is, it feels like that really is, is a boost for your team and can, and can help add some energy at the end of the game. So this is one that I think... Uh, 
depending on how the game uh, kind of progresses, I feel like we have a really good chance of hitting this over 27 and a half yards, longest kickoff return. Uh, Egg, you are our special team or special person, so what do you think here? Yeah, I, I, I do like that. 27 and a half yards definitely seems doable. Um, like you said, when they're, when these guys are returning the kicks, they're, they're trying to get to at least a 30 yard line. If not, you know, obviously they're trying to break it, but they're trying to get to at least a, the 30 yard line to get a little few extra yards. And if they just took the touchback exactly. and, uh, like we talked about, talked about a couple of weeks ago that, um, uh, Jake Moody's, uh, touchback percentage is only 65% for the whole season. So there, there's definitely chances for him to, to maybe just kick it to the, you know, the front of the goal line or a little bit short of the goal line. Um, and for give the the return man uh, a chance to to take that out, and you know if we, if we get the Forty ers to kick off first and and uh, to have that not a touchback bet bet and the the Chiefs return man to take you know twenty twenty eight yards, we can catch both of these right off the bat. Right out the gate, we could we we could be making money just like you know seconds into the game, uh, almost almost like we could be making money uh, before the game even starts by betting on the national anthem. But Arch, uh, what do you think there on that one? Uh, yeah, I agree with it. I love eggs. Uh... I love how Egg uh, put it all together, tied it into a bow. One play, first play of the game, we cash two bets. Maybe through some happenstance, MVS is the uh, the kick uh, returner, and he also just go ahead. We'll just cash that fastest man on the field bet too. There we go. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's uh, that's that's where you get a lot of the uh, speed. It feels like is on those uh, special team plays. That's that's where it's where people uh, really turn on the Jets, uh, trying to break it loose here. Alrighty, uh, I, I got a little bit of a wackadoodle bet that I want to bring to the table. I want to I want to see what you all think about this one. Okay, this one is a touchdown score parlay. Now, last season, uh, last Super Bowl, uh, I made a touchdown score parlay. It was a four player touchdown score parlay at like plus twelve hundred or something like that, and it cashed uh, last Super Bowl. So I want to try and do that again, but. Uh-huh. I am concerned that there's not going to be that many touchdowns in this game. I am concerned that there may not be four touchdowns in this game for me to bet on, actually. So I am looking at two players that I think are uh, have the best opportunity on one on either side of uh, getting the ball here. Now, Travis Kelsey, he is a cornerstone of uh, the Chiefs offense. Uh, he has been heating up uh, over the last uh, three postseason games. He's uh, scored three touchdowns. He's made 23 catches on 27 targets. And he's averaging close to 10 yards per target. So, um, Given his usage this postseason and how he's heated up, especially uh, game after game, I do think that he finds a way to get in the end zone. But the other person that I'm looking at here is Kyle Juszczyk. Now, there's a little bit of risk jumping on Juszczyk. He's only been targeted three times this postseason total uh, in the air. However, all three came in the championship game against the Lions. He's got a rushing attempt, too. Uh, he scored two touchdowns uh, this entire season, and his last one was week nine. Week nine. So I'm kind of saying that this guy might be a little bit due. He is the face of the fullback in the NFL, that position. Uh, <laughs> he's been the face of that position for the last decade, and I can't help but see him maybe get some action near the end zone. Uh, uh, today, so this bet would be at plus sixteen hundred. Just those it, plus sixteen hundred for a uh, anytime touchdown score parlay, mixing Kelsey and use checks. So, uh, with that in mind, Arch, you've done a hell of a lot of a uh, uh, great job reading your crystal ball over there uh, and, and telling us the future. What do you think about this duo anytime touchdown parlay? I don't see why not. <laughs> I don't see why not. Uh, you know, I mean, we've seen strange things happen in the Super Bowl. Some people will step up and have an incredible game. Um, you know, Walter Payton never scored a, a touchdown in the Super Bowl, but the fridge did. Right. So, like, you got to – it's wild. So it's definitely within the realm of possibility. 
I mean, Juszczyk is the refrigerator Perry of that team, I guess. Right, he would, he, right. would, he, would, he, would, he would fall into uh, he, he would fall into that category. Uh, Egg, what do you think about uh, the real risk here? Obviously, is Kyle Juszczyk. So, what, what do you think uh, about that? Yeah, I, I love Juszczyk. Um He, uh, I did also. I, I bet him over z- over zero point five receptions in the game. So this is another one we can we can cash both Ooh. on. Well, as long as Kelsey also scores, we catch cash both on on one play there. But uh, yeah. Uh, like Arch said, some some weird stuff happens, and, and it's definitely you know it's not like they go away from them, uh, you know when they get to the red zone, the the Forty Niners, they 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 love their their guy Yuschek, and uh, you know hopefully we'll be we'll be chanting Yush for him to to get in the end zone for us. Um, uh, Arch Arch might not be too happy about it, but as a, as a Chief fan, but you know hopefully we we cash that bet. I think that's worth uh, you know the old the old lunch money bet, pizza money bet on that one. Why not? Exactly. Well, and you know, again, the thought that we've kind of been talking about throughout the week, obviously, this is pr- the most overhyped sporting event of of the year, pretty much. Uh, but with that in mind, uh, it feels like there's been so much talk about the uh, uh, San Francisco's running game throughout the entire season. The fact that uh, it's been uh, so CMC driven and how uh, unbelievable he has been. It feels to me like Chiefs are going to try and load the box, stop CMC. Is that going to open up a little flare route, little flare route on the side for uh, uh, for, for use check to get open? You know, get his his one yard touchdown catch right there. Boom, cash runs. I, I I like that. So those are uh, that's I think that's the most wackadoodle one that I got here. Uh, Egg, what what else you got for us today? Uh, I don't know. We talked we talked about pretty much everything everything I got. Um... Uh, we got we remember we got the CMC first run to the left side, but uh, Vinny That's Bag right. of Donuts on Friday went against me. He went he went to the right side on that one. So hopefully hopefully uh, I'm on the right side and and you know that that Friday show loses on that one. Um, there we go. Let's uh, let's hope uh, that he stays to the left and you're on the right. That's. <laughs> That's it. I, um, here's one one more fun one that that I like. We got we got two. Uh, well, t- one especially Purdy. Purdy's a pretty very efficient uh, quarterback. Doesn't throw a ton of incompletions. And then you got Mahomes, who's the best quarterback in the NFL. I bet I bet total incompletions under twenty two and a half over at FanDuel the other day. Um, that just that just seemed right to me. You know that this with these two quarterbacks, I, 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 these guys aren't aren't really gunslingers. They're not throwing it all over the place. They're they're pretty much the hitting the receivers the only as long as as long as the chiefs receivers catch the ball that's uh that's that's the only thing that's gonna hurt us but we do have on our side arch i read this morning that it looks like Kadarius tony will not be active for tonight so that's that's <laughs> definitely helpful for this for this bet was there, was there any chance they were going to activate him? I thought that he uh, went on like an Instagram tirade against the team, saying that uh, they, they they left him inactive on the last game. Was what wasn't there? Uh, I feel like he he forced yeah. their hand. Didn't didn't he force the Chiefs' hand to not play him this yeah. game a little bit, Arch? Basically, yeah. He came out and said, "I'm healthy. Uh, this is a team decision." Yeesh. Right. Yeah, they took him. They took him off the took him off the injury report. So now it just looks like he's going to be a healthy scratch. Well, his hands have been unhealthy this entire season, so that's that maybe is part of the problem. Maybe the Chiefs have assessed his hands as being unhealthy, and he is not necessarily seeing it in such a way. <laughs> Alrighty, Archie, you got anything else you want to give out? Any any other big game bets you got you want to uh, uh, to give the listeners today? I think I think I'm exhausted of all bets. <laughs> like, I think we've bet every goddamn thing we can over the last two weeks here. It we is got the most we got one game. more we didn't we didn't talk about What's that? Uh, mm-hmm. we didn't we didn't talk we didn't talk about the coin flip you know we get you can get a couple books now have it at even odds on either side 
um, Phil, Phil, Phil on the Friday show, he went, he, he seems to think everybody's going tails never fails. So he went the other way and went heads. Mm. Uh, what do you guys think? Well, we, we, we taking this one or not? I mean, it literally is a coin flip and I will, I, I am a degenerate, so I will bet on a coin flip. I mean, this is, this is me. I guess, you know, uh, here's my question. Cause don't they use a commemorative coin for this? They, 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 fl- they don't flip a regular ass coin. This is a commemorative right. coin that is being flipped. So I would like to know what exactly is on the coin. I want, I, I, cause it's, they're going to call it heads, but heads is actually going to be like, you know, like the, the, the Super Bowl 58 logo and then tails is going to be like, uh, I don't know, like a lock of Taylor Swift's hair. I don't know. It's going to be some shit like that. I, I, I'm not, I'm not 100% positive how they, how they're going to make this happen. Uh, but I would kind of like to know a little bit what's in there because, Maybe that would drive me to feeling the uh, uh, one of the sides be more important. I mean, uh, there was discussion that the tail side is technically heavier than the head side on a real coin. Is that is that correct, Egg? Oh, I I I have no idea. I I I doubt it. I mean, if you do uh, a bazillion simulations of uh, flipping a coin, I bet you it comes out pretty close to fifty fifty. Um, you so, think? So I don't know, but the, but the commemorative coin is a different story. Like you said, it could it could be heavier on one side than the other. I I don't know. I, um, I imagine I imagine one side is probably the Super Bowl logo, and the other side is probably like the Chiefs and Forty ers helmets or something like that. Yeah. Well, here's the thing: if you can catch even money on either side, you got a couple books who are giving it to you. You, you you may have a no. I mean, you know, go pick your side you like. Go go pick your side you like. I I mean, I would I would maybe lean heads. I guess the way that Phil is saying, but I want to see what's on this commemorative coin, Arch. Do you, do you have any idea what's going to be on the commemorative coin this year? I don't, I don't know. I don't know anybody in the Franklin Mint, so I don't know anything about that. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, I I don't think there's a I don't, <laughs> I don't think there's a square side on the coin flip. I'm sorry to say. I I, I think it, it might be fifty fifty. Arch, the tails is the square sucker bet. You know that. You know that that's yeah. a square sucker bet right there. Tails never fails. Yeah, right. That's a, that's what the books are trying to make you think. That's what the, that's what they're trying to tell you. They've they've been, they've been try, trying to brainwash you for years. That's what's been. That's what this entire thing is. It, it's been it's been a, a sigh up by the uh, books for the last like fifty years. This tails never fails thing. Um, it, it could be. It, it could be. It could be okay. Well, let's not lose our shirt on that bet. Let's let's, let's uh, lose our shirt on just about every other bet. Uh, egg, thumbs up, thumbs down. Anything else you want to give out of those listeners? Ah, uh, that's that's that, that's all I got right now. I'm pretty pretty tapped out. All right, we are exhausted on betting on the Super Bowl. Uh, but if you want to get exhausted with us, please come on, join us in the book club. But homies, that's what we've all we've got for you this morning so uh come on download subscribe rate our podcast you can follow us on the pod uh on twitter at backdoor cn where we've got all kinds of sneak peeks of the book club throughout the week you can check out the book club at everyonehateswens.com and until next week you stay classy muchachos information on this podcast may not be construed to offer investment advice or recommendations under no circumstances will owners operators, or guests of this podcast be liable for damages related to its contents